The views expressed on the following program are designed to amplify those of the speaker and are not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody! What's coming up on today's experience? Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show which have nothing to do with life, but smiling is more fun than crying. The review of the goofy news, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. What if knocking on the door in the next hour was somebody saying, do you think Jesus is going to come back soon? And then, boom, he came. Uh-oh, what would you do? Be uh, Hopefully you'd be flying up in the air, right? Yeah. All right, life lessons for our faith that we could actually use. Probably won't if we sit on our blessed assurance. Let's do a little bit better than that and be people who are active, building upon rock and not sand. That's a good idea. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? Uh, because I got about a thousand other jokes I haven't told, and I need somewhere to tell them. Also, Bible trivia for fake, and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I will be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. You know, when you do something based on an assumption that you had— And then you find out that your assumption was wrong. Going back to the odd couple, explaining what the word assume means. Think about that as we talk about different things. If you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question. Maybe you've got a praise report that you want to share. Maybe you have a prayer request that you want people to join their faith in. We're going to pray for Ukraine. We're going to give you an update on Easton. Pray for people's health. We're going to do that. We're also today going to pray for the tech mess that we've been involved. I found one thing I dislike more than school. Tech. <laughs> That's what I figured out. Anyway, if you've got something you want to share, not a kvetch fest, but a place to share, words of encouragement, words to lift people up, words of wisdom, specifically something the Lord's working on in your life, whether you've learned it from a positive point of view or the Lord's had to kind of rebuke and teach you. That's good to learn, too. I like to avoid stupid decisions that I often seem to make. Hey, we want you to reach out to us. That's what we want you to do. Call us at 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you call 972-445-0770, you're going to talk to Captain Chris. And that's like getting a raise. Wow! And then you will be... Sailing takes me away to where I want to go. 
That's a good one, huh? Getting a raise. That'd be a good thing. All right. Also, you can text us during the show, believe it or not. 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. 214-210-8483. Additionally, you can email us during the show, david at hemustincrease.org. That's david at hemustincrease.org. David, nothing after that, at the at, he must increase, the he must increase, dot org. That's how you can email us. Plus, we also want to send you to the website. A couple things to tell you about that. I'm just going to simply, softly say there are podcasts up there. If, uh, if you hit sometimes the download button, it doesn't work. Don't ask me why. I don't know. They're working on that. But we do have podcasts on the app, on the website, and this has been a 24-hour marathon of tech fun. I just want to say how many times I asked the Lord, now's good. If you want to come back right now, it's good. Right this second is good. Anyhow, so uh, just making you aware that if you go onto the website, the podcasts will be up there. If they're not in the proper order, it's actually not our fault. And I'm just telling you now, that's the kind of tech stuff we're dealing with. Additionally, I do want to let you guys know that that is the place to give. So if you are somebody that's wanting to give to the ministry, but, hey, I don't know where to do it, you can do it on the website itself. Also on the website is an address if you want to send some kind of check. Also, there's a contact if you want to do some kind of direct donation and talk to me directly about it. That's fine. We encourage you to check out hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemostincrease.org. Praise report? Hemostincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemostincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemostincrease.org. Hemostincrease.org. Okay, do you have a definition of that one? That one was water, right? No, yes, that's what. You know what? I'm not talking to you. Uh, a couple things there. We're going to open up with a prayer for Ukraine, and then I also want to pray for the body. The body's been going through quite a bit, and I want to pray for Easton at the same time. We'll pray for other things later on, but let's just do this together. Father, we come before you right now. We thank you and praise you for everything because you're fantastic. You are awesome to us. And then for us to start off with uh, just a laundry list and not to at least express appreciation, pretty bad on our part. So we're sorry about that, and we ask for your forgiveness for that. And Lord, we lift up Ukraine to you and ask you just to bring peace to a crazy situation, stuff that, that I don't know and most people don't know. I don't even think the world leaders know what's going on, but we still ask you, because you're the only one that knows everything, to bring peace and resolution. And I just want to pray for our body, the people that are connected to us. My grandson, Easton, doing better, that's good, and we thank you and praise you for that, but we just would love to see a full healing into his life and just a full restoration for life. But we pray for the people that are out there right now hurting in their backs, in their necks, in their chest, in their different parts of their body. They're just aching, Lord. And we ask you to be Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah the healer. Heal these people, touch their lives, strengthen them, pour your grace into them, but assuredly let them know you are with them no matter what they encounter, no matter how high the water rises, you are right there with them. We just pray you'd bless this audience, bless these people as they seek to pursue you and to be a blessing to others. We pray in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Okay, got that? Got that? What's today, Wednesday? Wow. Is this also another all-day Wednesday Wednesday? Is that what's going on here? I'm pretty sure, but I'll check. Okay. If it changes, though, let me know. You know, 
We're going to get a whiteboard in here so that he can say, it's now Thursday. Okay. Uh, let's go back to our text in Psalm 18. One of my favorite psalms, and there's a couple of really good things in here, and I didn't do this uh, portion justice, and I feel that's kind of important to do on certain passages, especially this passage. So we talked about Psalm 118. We went through uh, or Psalm 18. We went through verses 1 through 18 itself and talking about, you know, David's in distress and this was a bad scenario and the Lord, you know, there's an imagery where God gets mad and so on and so forth. He's going to come down and give answers. Uh, and, you know, then David's like, the Lord was my support through all of it. But verse 19 is the clutch or the linchpin verse in the psalm. And it says this, he brought me out into a broad place. He delivered me because he delighted in me. I mentioned this the other week, but I want to mention it again because I don't, I don't believe in my heart that I communicated the justice that is deserved for a passage like this. And if you don't know this passage, you should. The reason that God delivers you and me is that he loves us. He doesn't owe us the deliverance, and I need to explain that in perhaps a better uh, fashion. The world is uh, is in a crash course with you know falling apart and uh, certainly uh, many people heading to hell. And with a loving God, he is giving us this opportunity to reach out to him and he will grab our hands and he will save us and he will deliver us. In our minds, what we want God to do is deliver us the way that we think he should deliver us. And that's troubling because you and I can I say this in a nice way without getting in trouble with like the FCC or we don't know we don't know squat we don't know anything you think you know really what's going to happen in 68 seconds from right now tell me oh you don't know see God knows so what we think is just on such this limited basis and when God brings the deliverance he does it in perfect time and for perfect perfect purpose and he does it because he loves us that's why he won't do it on our timetable that's the irony he does it in the perfect timetable because if he did it on our timetable and in our system and in our method it wouldn't turn out for the good that he wants it to so when we're sitting there, we go through something, and it's like, well, if God would have only done this, or if this person would have only done this, it's just the height of our ignorance. I, I, in, in my prayer, I've really, after going through the book of Job quite in, in an intense fashion, I really have come to understand that one of the worst things that we do as Christians— is we come before the Lord and we justify ourselves. Now, by that, I'm not saying we're saying that we're good enough to get to heaven. So don't don't misunderstand what I'm saying. We justify our Christian walk by saying, I've done this, I've done this, I've been faithful, I've been diligent, da, 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 and we give a laundry list of what we've done. And so then by saying that, we tell God, look, I've done my part. Now you need to do your part. You're not living up to the bargain. And it's not a bargain. <laughs> That's the problem. And we think it is. And we're justifying ourselves. And the ultimate sin of Job, while pride was a part of it, so we'll give Steve that nod, it's because he didn't justify God and he justified himself. And instead of sitting there saying God could do it this way, we should be saying God knows the best way to do it. And I'm not going to self-justify. I'm going to exalt him and trust him for the results. And he does all of that. Because he delights in us. 
and he loves us. Not because we earned it and not because we have a right to brag about how good we've done to this point. What do you have that you didn't receive from God? All right, we'll take our break and come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. What is the David Spoon Experience? Imagine yourself on a rocket ship racing at a thousand miles an hour into space. Once there, you can sense the power and the presence of the majestic and the divine. You forget about your troubles and your fears, and you just float in peace without a worry in the world. There are no struggles, no pain, no discomfort. It's soothing, calm, comfortable. But then the show starts. And you realize that none of that stuff has anything to do with the show. What were you thinking? The David Spoon Experience, only for the brave of heart and the bored. What is the David Spoon Experience? Get up! And the expression of faith and the results of that expression of faith and that, and, and just responding to ignoring what they had to say, not being afraid, having just a little bit of faith, the results were astonishment that God's workings were so clearly manifest. But I will say this, and I, I don't have any problem saying this, sometimes you got to just change the atmosphere. And you go, oh, that's not, that's not biblical. Jesus kicked them out because they were all naysayers. That's not, a, that's not a promotion of positive thinking and positive saying. It is a promotion of you're either going to have faith or if you're going to have fear, go over in the other room. Get out. Because we need people to have faith. So he clears the air. They make He makes this bold proclamation. She gets up. And watch this. This is something that I, I'm telling you. I'm getting this as I'm telling to you. How Jesus not just raised her from the dead, but then he's ministering to her afterwards. It's not over. The miracle's done. Jesus has gone off on the white horse and is never coming back. He's having her taken care of after she's raised from the dead. He keeps going. Because Jesus cares about how we're doing. It's not a one and done. That's the old. That's the old uh, uh, evangelist thing. You you blow into town. You blow in. You blow up. You blow out. <laughs> that's not how Jesus did it. He stuck around. He helped. And the parents and the disciples. Can you imagine the amazement? I think the disciples had a little bit more prep, right? Hanging out with Jesus a little, right? But could you imagine Jairus and his wife going, okay, what just happened? <laughs> Your life changed. That's what just happened. It'll never be the same. You'll never be able to deny, deny that Jesus Christ completely rearranged your entire universe. There's some of you out there, you need him to do that. You need to change your atmosphere. You need to you need to ignore what other people are saying. You need to stand firm in your faith. You need to stop being afraid, stop being immobilized, and you need to clear the air and trust and believe God for an incredible miracle that will change life.
Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMAN 770, the truth station here in Texas. Getting ready to do our first trivia question. This is in the book of Acts chapter 10. That's the location. If you're driving, do not stop and look at your phone or open up your Bible while you are driving. Thank you. In Acts chapter 10, at whose house was the Apostle Peter staying when he had a vision? Whose house was he staying in? It wasn't Howard Johnson's. So where was he staying? If you think you know the answer, I don't know why I came up with that one. Uh, You can call 972. They used to have a clam roll that was just out of this world. 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. In the meantime, we will do our DNA as is needed to be. D stands draw closer to the stands for draw closer to the Lord daily. Daily. So you guys know this show's kind of on a daily basis, right? Monday through Friday. But then there's Saturday and Sunday. That's not the time you go, oh, this is just the time to party like crazy and never think of Jesus. That is not correct. Okay? Daily drawing closer to the Lord. And never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Never. Ever, I can't say that, I can't stress it enough. Never, ever, ever be ashamed. The world will try to shame you in regards to what's in the in the Bible. Ha, what do you care what they think? They got no heaven to put you in. Don't even think about it. Never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. And A, always be ready. To serve. To serve, which means that you are what? Serving, which means you are what? Serving, which means it's not all self-centered. There's got to be some time in our lives during the day where we do this. How's everybody else doing? That. That thing right there. However you incorporate that into your life, that's our DNA, and we need that DNA. Because why? Because more things are going to happen, and different, weird, stupid, bizarre, goofy things are coming. Uh, there'll be more lies that come out from the media, the press, and the Hollywood people, and the educators. It's just going to happen. So what? So what? Draw closer to the Lord. Never be ashamed of Jesus, and always be ready to serve. Just do it. There you go. Done. Trivia question, back to it, uh, in Acts chapter 10. So again, if you have a Bible, you can look it up. And if not, you know, you let other people answer. (laughs) Uh, At uh, whose house was the Apostle Peter staying when he had a vision? If you think you know the answer, you can call in 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, david, at hemustincrease.org. Just a couple of quick updates for you. I have uh, I did a lot of schoolwork between Friday and yesterday. I did a lot of schoolwork. So much so that I actually have like five days off between now. So I'm, I have like a five-day break, and then I got another class. My last class starts on... What is today? Today's the 20th. Today's the 20th. My last class starts like the 1st or something, something along those lines. And then I do that class, and then I do the defense. The defense is seven weeks long. It's like, that's a long defense. That's like a long trial. Uh, so I'm just kind of giving you guys the stuff that's going on on the podcasts. <sighs> 
I hate telling on myself. Can I can I say that? Am I allowed to say that? So everybody needs to listen because this is more personalized teaching business than it is text. I promise you when we get into the text, uh, the, the message on the other side, the other third half of the show, you'll get it. But so what happened for us is that uh, the company that was hosting our podcast, which I've been with for nine and a half years, it's a long time. They uh, didn't, uh, weren't able, or weren't taking the payment on our payment systems, and there was the, the money was there. It's nine ninety five or nine ninety nine, so it w- that wasn't really the issue. So it wasn't taking it, and nobody got back to us, so we couldn't figure out what's going on, and everything went to a four hundred four. Okay, that is um, what's the word we're looking for there? That's frustrating. <laughs> Right, right. You ever see that? You ever see that clip? The YouTube clip where the guy takes his computer. He gets really mad. Takes his computer, walks over to the window, and throws it out the window. It's so funny. It's like every person goes, "Yes." <laughs> so anyway, uh, they didn't get back to us. So I did some checking about you know moving the podcast because it's like uh, something must be going on. Nobody's posting anything. Are they out of the business? Out of business, so on and so forth. So uh, I'm just telling you this. I'm just confessing. So uh, it's it's uh, it's the truth of the matter is is that I overreacted. And it's just the truth. The people that run that company, it's a husband and wife that do. I did not know this prior, but they 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 basically run it together. They've been doing it for a long time. They really do a good job for Christian people, and they were out and on vacay, and didn't have a responder or anything. So I thought that they went, you know, see ya (laughs) kind of thing. And uh, so we uh, have talked to multiple companies, which has been quite fascinating in and of itself, other than I want to just cry about it. Uh, And uh, then they got back to me, and then they apologized, and they were like, okay, what do we got to take care of? Da-da-da-da-da. Oh, we'll get that set up for you, blah, blah, blah. And I felt, I'm just going to tell you, I felt terrible. Not because they did anything or not because I was trying to do something wrong, but I, I totally assumed that when they didn't have their normal nine years of responders going, they were like flying the coop because everybody knows a lot of internet companies are like, here today, gone tomorrow, right? I mean, that does happen. So the reason that I bring that up is because we go through this and what we've got to do and what I've got to do, probably even more so than anybody I'm talking to, but I'm confessing it because that, that takes a lot of the power out of it and it makes me more aware of it personally. we got to do is from time to time give the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> from time to time believe not the worst, but perhaps so even if it's not the best, somewhere in the middle, you know what I'm saying? As opposed to always going to the worst possible place. And uh, and I did that, and I I felt ter- I was I was wrong. I felt bad. If I had done nothing and talked to the Lord, I probably would have heard Him say, "Do nothing," and uh, you know, finish your finish your dinner. <laughs> kind of thing. But you know. When something's going on, don't you know, all of us people, we have to get busy and make sure that we cover every angle for God because, you know, by golly, if we don't cover every angle for God, it won't get done. Right? So in covering every angle for God, much like Abraham did when he was like, uh, all right, I'll sleep with her. <laughs> what it had to do with Hagar? Much the exact same way, which Galatians 4 makes a bigger deal of than people realize, 
trying to make sure that I did this for God because I knew he needed my help to check out on the company. I was wrong. And that's all there is to it. I wrote them an apology. Right? Because I was wrong. I assumed the worst. But that's not the thing. The thing is, why was I so quick to assume the worst? And that's primarily because I hate tech. Right? I hate, I mean, I really, uh, you'll have to ask Noel about this. I really dislike tech. I mean, more than I can express to you. And that's why I'm in an AM station here, like in the older stuff. I'm not doing the podcast my house. Why? Because I like this older, simpler, more, you know, style, and it works better for me. But I assumed the worst about these people's actions and attitudes on what they were doing. And I had not a clue, I had not a history to base that on. I, I think part of me based it on Christians are getting beat up all the time and people are, you know, we're under a lot of attack. And so you kind of take that and you move that into your processes. So I'm confessing that to you. And I'm not saying that you don't do that. I know you guys do that. Don't 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 misunderstand. But we got to own it. When we do it, we got to say, yeah, I got to do that less. I got to think better. I got to think if, if something doesn't happen, the person's not trying to create the problem. They're not sitting there going, I know, before we go on vacation, let's make it miserable for David Spoon and just make his one thing not work out of our 10,000 clients. What do you think? All right, let's do it. Yay. It's like, that's what your brain goes to. It's like, isn't that wrong? Yes. Is that a sin? Yes. What you're trying to say, assuming in those things is a sin? Yes. So you sinned. Yes. <laughs> you get that? And then I apologize. And I told them I was sorry because that's not fair. In the meantime, you know what they're doing? They're trying to help me get some of the things done that I was trying to get done with some of the other companies. See, now they're like on my side and they're like, and see, when you own it, and it's sort of the, the end result was good because now they're trying to help us. And it's like, I'm such an idiot. Okay, The reason that I'm sharing that with you is for you to understand. I know that there's a lot of preachers and teachers and leaders in the church, and and I know they're perfect. They've never done anything wrong, said God, never. Get it? There's nothing wrong with having respect and appreciation for your leaders, but everybody falls short, and everybody has fallen short and most likely will often fall short except for Jesus, okay? That's why we depend on him. He delights in us, and we depend on him, okay? All right. In Acts chapter 10, see, I didn't forget. In Acts chapter 10, whose house was the apostle Peter staying at when he had the vision? The answer was Simon the Tanner. Simon the the tanner. He was staying at his house when he had the vision. I just told you you could be at somebody else's house and guy can go, watch this. Boom. Uh, it doesn't matter where you are. God will still talk to you and do weird things. That's what's cool about God. All right, we're going to take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, 
encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at year-end indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax-deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously, or in Proverbs where it teaches that a generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can. Right the here. David Spoon experience. So in this position, I have the opportunity to interview people and have so for the last five years from all across the range of Christianity, uh, from from authors and from actors and musicians. We are about to have an opportunity we've never had on this show. We actually have Lee Strobel on the phone with us. It was 19 years ago, I believe. This September 1st, where his book came out, The Case for Christ, if you're Jewish like I am and then became a Christian, that was when you went, oy vey, this book was a life changer for many, and now it's a movie. Lee, are you there on the phone with us? I am, David. How you doing, my friend? I am doing fantastic. Thrilled to have you on the show. It's Thank my you. privilege. I'm just, I just, we got to start. I know they give you a list of questions just so you can know, Lee. I never use them. So, uh, good for you. <laughs> it's like, come on. I want to tell you, we're brothers here yeah, in the Lord. Talk to me. First of all, you wrote this book, The Case for Christ. Let's first talk about the writing of the book, and then we'll talk about that connection to the movie. Why did you write this book? Well, I didn't start out to to do that. I mean, um, I was an atheist. My wife became a Christian. So in order to try to rescue her from this Christian cult, I uh, decided to use my journalism training and legal training and uh, disprove Christianity to um, show that the resurrection never really happened. Uh, of course, I ended up coming to the opposite conclusion and ended up coming to faith. But I, I, I did this investigation for my own edification, for my own education, not because I wanted to write a book. And then it was actually later my wife said to me, hey, you ought to write a book about that. I said, really? She said, sure. So uh, that's how the book came about.